Okie dokie. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the live show of the Disney Parks podcast. So glad that you are here as we are uh, getting ready to uh, do the show. Uh, we are going to have we have an interview. What time's the interview? 9.30. I knew you were going to say that. So if I do this, John. So I'm not... I just wanted to confirm, so I'm not I'm not so stressed about the time now. All right, yeah. great. It's good to know. Uh, awesome sauce. Excellent. So we look good online. That's all I got to say. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and do the thing, shall we? Are you ready, Mr. Casanova of the Internet? I'm ready. In today's show, we've got news about DVC Point Minimum going up. What a shock. You didn't see that coming. Uh, the Enchanted Rose Lounge details, Christmas dessert party info, meetups, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good, actually. Uh, doing really well. I hope things are, uh, things are good for everybody watching at home. Uh, how was your weekend? Did you do any fun good. stuff this weekend? Uh, we had a meetup Sunday. We did have a meetup. Why don't you tell everybody about the meetup? Because uh, I'll be honest with you. It was kind of a blur to me. <laughs> All right. So the meetup was going to be at uh, Ample Hill uh, Ice Cream. Uh, and then we had some issues with weather, rain. So uh, we went to Ample Hill. We got some ice cream. We were sitting out front. Uh, we were there for a little while. Uh, and then we moved over uh, to Abacadab Bar because it started raining. And uh, we also wanted some air conditioning because it was a little on the muggy side. Uh, and then they tossed us out of <laughs> Abacadab Bar because they were... I've, ne- I've they- never been thrown out of bars at Disney. I've been thrown out of better places. And uh, <laughs> they uh, threw us out of there because they were opening it up and they can't have people in there while they're taking liquor out. Meanwhile, we were in the Bellevue Lounge, and she was opening up the bar and taking liquor out, and there was no problem at all. So apparently the guy downstairs was a little bit on the curmudgeon side. Uh, But uh, I did find out that uh, this uh, new Enchanted Rose is opening up next month. It's, uh, It's done and ready to go. They're there right now training, so... Yeah, so we got a comment in the Facebook group that somebody showed up, and I don't know what time we got there. Uh, I know we sat outside for a good while, and we were at Ample Hills. We hung out, and yeah. then then we started being mobile. <laughs> right. But uh, So I had gotten up early, early on Sunday morning and went and picked up my uh, nephew, uh, Sid's side of the family nephew, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we went to Animal Kingdom for a couple hours. Then we went to Ohana Breakfast, then we came to the meetup, and by that time, I'd already been running on several, several hours of sleep, and the night before was kind of a long night. Mm-hmm. I don't. I was trying to give my wife's phone number to somebody, uh, my number and somebody and her number to somebody, so that he can he can stay in contact with us. 
I couldn't remember the last four digits of her phone number. I was out of it. Uh, I came home, and my head hit the pillow, and I was gone for about an hour and a half. It was awesome. Uh, and then we did the uh, Mickey's Very Merry. No, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. I screwed that up every time. Uh, so, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy day yesterday. I can see uh, that. So, so if you were there, guys, I apologize. Right. <laughs> So that was our deal. Uh, I got in a Ravello dinner though. That was fun. Yep. Always great going to Ravello. Absolutely. Uh, chef took my little uh, nephew in for. Uh, chef was originally going to give him one of every type of gelato, and we curtailed that pretty quickly because that that was going to be a problem. Uh, <laughs> a little, but a little was, too much sugar. A little too much, but uh, <laughs> it was great. It was great. We had such a great time. It was awesome. Uh, all right. So, anything else you want to add, brother? No, I think we're good. All right. Well, then let's get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Before I get into the news, I do want to share a little bit of information about our sponsor, Destinations to Travel. Whether you're planning on going on a, a family vacation to Disney, uh, a trip around the world, a romantic getaway, a destination wedding, maybe you want to going uh, want to go on a cruise or a European adventure, any type of travel experience you want, you definitely want to check in with our friends at Destinations to Travel. Uh, I know a lot of people like to plan their own Disney vacations, and there's no problem with that. Uh, the problem comes in when you have a problem with your travel plans and you're on your own. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you reach out to our friends over at Destinations to Travel, it won't cost you a dime, and they may even find some ways that you can save money. Uh, so give them a call. Uh, the best way to get in touch with them is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, Fill out a quick little form, and someone from Destination Travel will get back to you. Again, we thank them for being our sponsor. Uh, we love those guys. Shannon and her team are all amazing. And uh, definitely check out DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel for Destinations to Travel. So. Yes. The new pedestrian bridge is now open. Which one do you say, John? Oh, the one connecting Disneyland Resort parking to downtown Disney District. Ooh. All the all the all the uh, Walt Disney World people got excited. <laughs> uh, guests can now choose to ride a resort tram from the Mickey and Friends and Pixar Pals parking structure, or you can stroll across the 174 foot long bridge for a short walk through downtown Disney District to reach the main entrance Esplanade. Uh, digital signage on each side of the bridge will help you uh, will help drivers RM1 I don't know what that means navigate around the resort in addition a new beautifully landscaped path has been created from the bridge to the entrance of downtown Disney where visitors can enjoy the stroll to dining shops and entertainment this will be the area where most drunk people will pee puke and walk through and ruin the vegetation <laughs> Sorry. Uh, guests have been enjoying the big transformation, including the new shaded outdoor entry plaza, as well as the new tram loading area inside the parking structure. Uh, in June, Pixar Palace parking structure opened, adding more than 5,000 parking spaces. These parking and transportation enhancements are helping to enhance the overall guest experience at your Disneyland resort. Very nice. Very nice. 
Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. All right. Number uh, one. Number one. The bridge. <laughs> hey, they uh, Disney's now confirmed that direct minimum points have increased in order for you to get the new Disney DVC perks. I had I'm a excited. feeling this was coming. Uh, this was rumored for a long time, but they've kind of now confirmed this. So, effective September 17th, new Disney Vacation Club owners must purchase now at least 100 points directly from Disney in order to qualify for the membership extras. And we'll talk about what those are. Now, it went from 60 to 70 to 100, just if you're keeping track at home. Further... It's assault on individuals joining the Disney Vacation Club. By acquiring points on the resale market, Disney Vacation Club will soon mandate that owners buy at least 100 direct points in order to get those perks. DVC has begun updating portions of the member website to reflect the new policy. Uh, The updated language states this in part. To receive any membership extra, purchases must present a valid Disney Vacation Club membership card, along with a corresponding valid photo ID, effective September 17th, 2019, to obtain a Disney Vacation Club membership card. Members must accumulate a total of at least 100 points purchased directly from Disney Vacation Development Incorporated. Among the membership perks covered by the expanded restriction are annual pass uh, discounts, Moonlight Magic events, uh, Disney-themed parks, uh, Disney, yeah, parks, uh, access to DVC member lounges at Epcot, dining discounts, shopping discounts, and more. Uh, with the base price uh, for direct purchase now up to $188 each for Disney's Riviera and Alani, buyers mm-hmm. continue to turn to the resale outlets where points are half of that or a third of that. Uh, DVC uh, does continue to sell points for the older resorts. However, the new points have now eclipsed the $200 mark. So I can tell you that they bought mine for a little less than the 188, and they're probably going to be selling mine for the 200 because it's Bay Lake Tower. Everybody wants Bay Lake Tower. It's a just a it's on the monorail. You get the two parks, or you can walk to uh, one from uh, your front door. So very interesting. So if you're a DVC person, uh, I would say hold. Uh, if you don't use it, rent them out uh, because I think they're going to go up in value and you'll be able to dump them at an at a even higher price at, uh, in some future date because I don't think they're going to stop making DVC places. They're going to be coming fast and furious. All right, uh, John. Hey, late, John, uh, we had a trivia question last week. Yeah. And it was, what was the name of Walt's Three Bros? So, who did uh, Walt uh, throw down with? Who was his three bros? Uh, well, I know he had one brother named Roy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to assume he had another brother named Ray. Uh-huh. And he had another brother named Rob. No. Oh. So, what was his, What were their names? Uh, Roy, Ray, and Herb. Herb. 
So Herb's the outcast. He's, uh, well, Herb and Walter are the only two non-Rs. Fair enough, fair enough. uh, Carrie, you are the winner, and as we like to say, it's uh, in the mail. Yep. Uh, Sticking with our uh, Walt Disney The Person trivia, uh, we have another question. You ready? Yeah, hit me with it. When Disneyland first opened in 1955, Mm -hmm. who bought the very first admission ticket for $1? Who bought the first ticket for $1 at Disneyland? Yes. Ticket number one for $1. Ronald Ronald McDonald. Pretty close. Pretty close. If you think you know the correct answer, send it to DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. One thing we want to bring to your attention, guys, is for us to be able to do some of the things that we do uh, with the show. Uh, and if you love uh, love what we we do here and want to help support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast uh, and sign up to support us. Now, for those of you who want to support us with a dollar a month, that is great and we appreciate it. But if you sign up for the $5 or more level... What happens is you get access to two very special shows a week that you can only see with uh, the Disney Parks Podcast Patreon group. And we uh, we are soon to put those shows back on Facebook. So I know a lot of people have been talking about it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do it, but you've got to be at the $5 or more a month level. Uh, it goes to supporting what we do here. It pays for hosting, pays for some extra things. We've got some equipment that we've been purchasing to try to make the show a little bit better. And uh, the only way we can do that is through the support of you awesome people. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up uh, today. Excellent day. All right. We uh, have a little bit of a, uh, a, uh, I don't want to say a war. Uh, We have a little bit of a a little skirmish going on, a little conflict conflict going on between Apple and Disney. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger has resigned from the Apple Board of Directors. Now, the thing about Board of Directors is sometimes those positions come with, you know, they get compensated for being on the board, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I wonder how much money Bob Iger just threw down the the toilet. Well, Uh, it all depends on the board, but I'm sure Apple is pretty generous with their their board fees. Maybe. Maybe. You know, they can run to, you know, sometimes as high as $100,000 to be on a board. Wow. So, uh, according to an SEC filing today, Disney CEO Bob Iger has resigned from the board of directors for Apple. With Disney Plus launching on November 12th and Apple TV Plus available on November 1st, the two companies will likely be in direct competition in the streaming video service market, causing a possible conflict of interest. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Iger said in the statement, and I quote, it's been an extraordinary privilege to have served on the Apple board for eight years, and I have the utmost respect for Tim Cook, his team at Apple, and for my fellow board members. Apple is one of the world's most admired companies known for the quality and integrity of its... Pro- wow. Quality and integrity of most, <clears throat> my word, of its products and its people. And I am forever grateful to have served as a member of the company's board. So this seems like, um, 
you know, from the first reports I read, it was a little bit more, you know, you, oh, I got at you know, Apple TV Plus. Okay, fine, we got Disney Plus. Yeah. This seems like it's more of an SEC having to get out of Dodge thing. Uh, so here's uh, the weird. The, here's the thing that I thought was, uh, I guess, weird for me, was why are you stepping down now, when you're going to be leaving Disney as the CEO soon. Just stick to that board job. <laughs> hey, that's a could be your side hustle, you know. When when this well, Disney thing doesn't pan out in a couple of years for you, <laughs> I think it's because of the, uh, you know, he's still going to be on the board when Apple launches. I guess he so could guess go back. I guess you know, he could say to Tim Millison, "Hold this for uh, till twenty twenty one. I'll be back." <laughs> Don't keep my keep my, keep, keep my, my chair warm, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh, somebody to warm that chair for a year and a half. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep them chair warm for me, kiddos. I'll be right back. Yeah, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Bob's book comes out September 29th. Uh, I, I'm interested to read it. I read Eisner's and loved it. Uh, I'm sure Iger's will be interesting. And uh, there is going to be an audio version. If you're into audiobooks, uh, Audible is going to have a version. Uh, it's done by Bob and somebody else. Uh, not all Bob, but uh, oh, somebody else. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know how much Bob's whining much, into the mic I could take. I wasn't going to say that, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear and, his story. But. And on this day, I decided that I was going to be the chairman of the Walt Disney Company. Uh, oh, gosh, who posted a picture? Oh, Don Hahn posted a picture of one of... Uh, we've heard about these from uh, Ron Logan, these uh, mm-hmm. Eisner summits in uh, Colorado. Uh, yeah. Eisner had a place in Colorado. And he, yep. Don had posted one of the pictures uh, from the, one of these summits. And in the back is uh, a very, very young Bob Iger because he you know, Ooh, did yeah. ABC TV back in those days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, is that Bob Iger back there? He looks like a baby. It's a young, squeaky clean <laughs> Bob Iger when he's yeah. just a young buck at ABC. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear? You want to hear the interesting story of Bob Iger's early uh, career? It's not a lot of the story, mm. but if you read or listen to the book Disney Wars, Bob oh, yeah. Iger comes up in the last third of the book. Yeah, very compelling mm. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good book. I love that book. Yeah. I wish there was more of those. Anyway, uh, next up is the Grand Floridian's new lounge, uh, the Enchanted Rose. Uh, the Enchanted Rose takes its name and inspiration from the animated classic Beauty and the Beast, located in the former home of Meisner's Lounge. Uh, the second floor space will feature themed areas which echo the library and garden terrace in Beast's Castle, as well as surrounding forests. Now, you also have to remember, they took over the lounge area and the store next to it. So, yep. just getting both of those spaces. Uh, which will be good because it was not conducive to a monorail crawl. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, and that's the I only thing the f- we care about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I hate the fact that I never got to say goodbye to Meisner's Lounge. Oh, I did. I had a lot, a lot of good memories at that place. A lot of yeah. great times with some great friends. Yeah. And some pretty crappy times with some pretty crappy friends too. That just goes without saying. All right. Uh, the lounge will offer a selection of uh, small food bites, which is great. I love that. Uh, desserts and both alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. So here are some of the small bite uh, food offerings that they have. 
Uh, first up is the artisanal cheese selection with pine nut bread and raisins. Perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. you got to remember this is in the Grand Floridian, so some of these things are going to be on the low on the foo-foo side. And this one is uh, on that list. Uh, white sturgeon caviar served with egg timable, uh, timable, timable, uh, creme fraiche, and chives. Then next well, you know, you know, Gaston used to eat a dozen eggs in the morning, yeah, and then nobody right. said they were caviar. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the mini smoked short rib sliders with glacier mm. blue cheese and onion marmalade on a brioche mm-hmm. bun. I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. Me too. I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> then you have the Espelette, Espelette pepper spiced shrimp. Then you have your octopus a la plancha with black olives, blistered tomatoes, and fingerling potatoes. Then oh. you, ha- you have your crab and ganote gratin with a jump la- lump crab, uh, ganote sarde, rabolo, bocini. I what are these? <laughs> All right, hang on. What is the what is that little potato pasta that we eat? Uh, that's a ganoki. Anoki. No, it, gnocchi. Anoki. Yeah. Gnocchi. 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 I'm. Sh- I don't know why they didn't. They have the cheese, but they didn't do like a short tutoring. Maybe we don't have the whole menu yet. Uh, cocktails Maybe. include the uh, Island Rose, which is grapefruit mm-hmm. and rose vodka, lime, or get uh, pineapple bitters and rose water. Rose water can be dangerous. I hear it can be very a lot of uh, too much flavor. I don't know. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's not that much. I've had rose water cocktails before. Have you chugged rose water? I heard it's impossible no. to do. No, yeah. I have not. No okay. plan on doing that. Thanks for asking. Uh, next up is the Lavender Fog, which is dry gin, uh, creme de, vi- de violette, uh, English breakfast tea, vanilla, and cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who prefer the non-alcoholic beverages can choose from the Garden Cocktail. Uh, what is it? Just veggies in a blend? No. <laughs> uh, it's non-alcoholic Sprite, uh, lime juice, agave nectar, and soda. Then you can have the B&B, which is fresh brewed uh, iced tea, lemon, blueberry, and basil. And last but not least is the rosemary. The rosemary cooler, which is lemonade, vanilla, and rosemary. Nice. Yeah, so it should be interesting. I, uh, From what we heard, this is going to open up, I think, next month. So, uh, mm-hmm. if you're down in the area, make sure to check it out. We're going to have to go uh, definitely either do a, the crawl here or just do a meetup here and see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Well, somebody have to go check it out to begin with. Yep. Uh, all right. So, went to the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party last night and walked up through uh, where the noodle station is. And all of the chairs they had laid out up there. For the dessert parties, uh, mm-hmm. orange orange plastic chairs. They looked really cool. 
But uh, remember back when they used to do the dessert parties? They were just on like the lower level, yes. closest to the edge. Yeah. Now they're on both sides of the walkway. I'm wondering how that pans out. Like if I if I was sitting in the lower level and had and had that, it's got a great viewing of the fireworks and, and the parade. Yeah. If I'm in the back, I have a crappy view of the parade and I can't see the fireworks at all. I'd be upset. If I paid a buck and a quarter or how much this thing is to do this. So this is the dessert party inside the party. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, that party. That. Yeah, no, I'd and, say all and, that. Just... And there is the third option, which is you have the dessert, and then you have to go stand in the grassy knoll in front that's of that. Probably, that's probably what that is. Mm-hmm. That that makes more sense. Okay, cool. So they're so, eating their dessert and then going to stand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes more okay. sense. Uh, okay, so Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks dessert party dates and pricing have been announced. Step in, kids. Here we go. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks dessert party will be held exclusively for guests attending Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in 2019. <laughs> Guests can sweeten their evening by adding admission to this festive party with the option of booking assigned seats in the Tomorrowland Terrace or a prime standing area within the Plaza Garden to view the fireworks spectacular. That makes much more sense. The menu will feature a holiday-themed buffet with cupcakes and various desserts such as chocolate-dipped strawberries, ice cream, a selection of cheeses, seasonal fruits and a variety of beverages like specialty Christmas drinks, sparkling cider, signature lemonades. Nothing says Christmas like signature lemonades. That's right. Hot chocolate, coffee, and tea. Both options of the dessert party will be held on uh, select nights. Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Fireworks Dessert Party in Tomorrowland Terrace costs a mere $80 for adults or $50 for children three to nine tax not included hmm. each premium package plaza garden now that the tomorrowland ticket price was for seating this is the price to eat and stand it's only 69 dollars for adults and 41 dollars for children ages three to nine which is not that unreasonable right i'm already paying 100 bucks to get in might as well pay another 69 70 bucks for for mm-hmm. a dessert party. Reservations can be booked online uh, by calling 407-WDW-DINE. I will tell you this. Uh, two things. One is the last time I did uh, the dessert party, it was uh, $35. Uh, yep, I assume you remember that. <laughs> and that was to sit and have dessert, and there was no uh, other yeah. area. Uh, second nope. is uh, they have, oh gosh, what is it called? Is it Cruella's Cruella's party? There's a party at Tony's uh, for the Halloween yes. party, and that's yep. only ninety nine dollars, and that comes with alcohol and eats food, right? and food, right. yeah, and a reserved area for the parade. So I would say for the extra ten dollars, go do that that's, and yeah. and bag the because you can stand on Main Street and see the 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 uh, the, the fireworks and the show. And then go have the rest of your dessert and appetizers at Tony's and get in the reserved area for the parade. Right. Absolutely. I agree completely. That would be me if I was doing it. Yeah. 
that that sounds like a good deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if you're gonna go hungry and you want to have some alcohol, yeah. and trust me, having a little alcohol at one of the specialty parties is not a horrible thing. <laughs> alcohol is sometimes needed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Depends on who you're with. Mm-hmm. Certainly makes crying kids sound better. <laughs> no comment. No, actually, I went yesterday with a three-year-old, and three-year-old was amazing. Mm. It, was it was all the adults. adults. We were all like, ah. <laughs> Can somebody turn down the heat? It's 105 in this uh, park. Yes, that's right. <laughs> somebody do, do something about this heat and the stink. Use deodorant, people. Yeah. It's available at the stores. <laughs> Uh, maybe the, rather than uh, metal detectors, they should have smell detectors. Oh my God! Could they? <laughs> you you, you smell too bad for humanity. Yeah. Just blow it right on you. <laughs> Keep your arms there for five minutes until it dries. Sorry, you made uh, the machine melt. We have to uh, lash you down. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I could take that so far. I just would get in so much trouble. Next up, uh, hey, uh, meet up. We had a meet up uh, Sunday. Uh, I was at uh, Amp Hills and all over the boardwalk because it was a moving yep. target with the rain. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. We couldn't, you know, sit still and get wet. We weren't into that. Next meet up is October twelfth at two p.m. We are going to meet in the lobby of the Art of Animation Resort, and we are going to ride the hell out of the Skyliner. You're going to ride the hell, or you're going to ride to hell? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad you picked up on what I was putting down there. Both. Uh, and then, our very special uh, event on November 2nd, 1 p.m., uh, we are going to have Derek Johnson, the creator of Candlelight Processional and the Voices of Liberty, come to the boathouse at Disney Springs and give us a one-of-a-kind uh, presentation on these uh, great things that he's done. Uh, if you've never heard him talk or you didn't ever hear him on the show, this is your chance to see him live and in person. Uh, you have to go to Eventbrite or our Facebook page under events and get a ticket. This is a ticketed event because we only have limited space. Uh, we can't fill up, you know, whole concert hall with their peoples. So this is very small. Uh, 20 tickets, boom, done. So get your ticket before they're gone is all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And you get a, you get some snacks. Mm -hmm. You get a signed copy of Derek's book. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that Debbie, his lovely wife, is one of the longest-running uh, uh, Voices of Liberty. Liberty will be yeah. there as well. They're amazing people. You're going to fall in love with these two people the minute you meet them. So yeah. please come. It's yeah. going to be a great afternoon. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, so uh, if you were not on the Internet this week, uh, the Disney put out a little look at the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind ride vehicle. Uh, so, you know, there's a big announcement at uh, Expo 23 where Bob talked about, you know, the whole attraction, its launch, and all this stuff. So it's currently under construction over at Epcot. Uh, they shared uh, that the storytelling coaster uh, <laughs> would include a groundbreaking ride system and a reverse launch uh now the the blog disney parks blog uh gave us a little look at the ride system and the vehicles they wrote uh three they rotate 360 each car in the omni coaster ride system will rotate 
to direct your eyes to the attraction story. Uh, the event just starts in the Galaxarium. <laughs> I love when Disney makes words. <laughs> An exhibition, the highlight, uh, the similarities between our galaxy and Xandor. Uh, then you'll get to learn more about Xandor's treasures. Uh, that is, until the Guardians arrive and your adventure begins. The attraction is set to open for the 50th anniversary in Disney World in 2021. There you go. You yeah, excited? I can't wait. Uh, I'm super excited. I cannot wait. And they are calling this attraction family friendly. I think it's going to be 40 inches uh, to ride. Yeah. Uh, don't quote me on that quite yet because they haven't put that information out. But they are yeah. calling it family friendly. So it's not going to go upside down or any of that kind of crazy coaster stuff. Dang it. Yeah. Kind of hoping it would. If you want to do that, you're going to have to go on Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this is one of the times when I really wish that I was a DVC member because I would do every inch of this and enjoy the snot out of it. Mm. Uh, it's called Tailgate at Reunion Station. Members have the opportunity to visit the Reunion Station Game Day Lounge. Say that ten times fast. Right. Uh, at Disney's Wilderness Lodge to a full full day of football food and fun for $50. Okay. Uh, you've spent uh, $5,000 to go to Disney World on your hotel, mm -hmm. your airfare, your tickets, mm -hmm. and you're going to spend the whole day in a building watching a football game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay. Just checking. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh... <laughs> For $50 per adult and $30 per child, age 3 to 9, DVC members and their guests will have access to Reunion Station from 12.30 until 8. So that's not a full day because you're, you're missing kickoff. You're missing kickoff of the night game mm. uh, on game day, which is Sunday. Uh, during their stay, they will enjoy at least two football games, okay, plus food and snacks. Age, uh, adults age 21 and up will receive two alcoholic beverage. What? Receive two alcoholic beverages while younger guests can enjoy a Dole Whip and a Mickey ice cream bar. I'm hoping that there's probably going to be an open bar, but I'm not going, so it doesn't really matter. Mm. Hot food that's going to be available two times during the day with the menu, which may or may not include mm. uh, uh, teriyaki wings, three bean Angus beef chili with cornbread, sour cream, jalapenos, and cheddar cheese. Cheesy brisket with potato chips, deluxe Angus beef sliders with American cheese and caramelized onion jam. I wasn't kidding. I hadn't had dinner yet. I'm dying. Uh, cold items will be finger sandwiches like BLT, smoky turkey, and cucumber pitas. Uh, crudite with ranch and hummus. Hmm. You know what that is? Mm -hmm. uh, handmade potato chips, cookies, and assorted cupcakes. The event will also be available. The event will be available on the following Sundays, Saturdays. For college games, duh. Uh, October 5th, 12th, night. Uh, look, we're going to put it up on the blog. Yeah. It's going to be uh, most of October, most of November, most of Every December. football weekend. Yeah, every big <laughs> football weekend. Let's go with that. Yeah. They haven't announced anything for Super Bowl or playoffs, so. Mm. The event is hosted at Reunion Station located at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Party size is limited to the Disney Vacation Club member and up to... Three guests. Reservations are required. Contact DVC member services to book. I am willing to volunteer 
to sample this afternoon. Uh, prefer pro? I'll take college as long as I get to watch some of the University of Georgia football players play. Uh, I'm willing to take that for the team, Tony. I'm just saying. All right. Hey, hey look, but to your point, the question that you asked, mm. if we're there for seven days, right. and I'm your prototypical dad, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't mind taking uh, right. taking an afternoon and watching football while the kids or the mom and the kids go mm-hmm. shopping or go to the parks or go oh, do whatever go they want to do across the walkway to the pool or or conversely yeah. the mom mm. wants to go have some football time right and let dad go shopping and do his thing i'm mm. just saying yeah there this isn't like a, i'm just going to go watch football and if you're but... a, and if you're a dvc member you're probably not going crazy commando every trip you're probably building some chill time into your trips now because yeah. you're probably coming once or twice a year. So If, if you're smart, you yeah, are. I don't begrudge them that. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, they released new details about my favorite parte is the Jingle Bell. A Jingle Bam! Holiday dessert party. I love, I love the show and I love the dessert party. Right. Yeah, good show. Uh, so it's coming back for 2019. Thank you very much, Disney. Please keep this going for a while if you can. Uh, the festive dessert party had previously been held in front of the Chinese theater at Disney's Hollywood Studios, but beginning this holiday season, they are moving it. It will now take place near Echo Lake across from the 50s Primetime Cafe, offering guests a beautiful view of the theme park's Christmas tree while enjoying holiday-inspired snacks, desserts, wine, beer, specialty alcohol, and non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, The dessert party will include a special visit from a VIP uh, character plus reserved viewing area for two shows, The Wonderful World of Animation and then Jingle Bell, a Jingle Band. Usually, the character is Santa Goofy. Usually. Santa Goofy? Yeah. Usually. 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 Uh, This is going to run from November 8th through December 21st and January 2nd to January 5th. So I like that even, too. I may do this twice. Uh, The cost is uh, $89 per adult. 53 for kids. Tax and gratuity is included. Uh, mm. From December 22nd to January 1st, the cost will be $99. Oh, uh, my. For adults and 59 for the kids. Yeah, Disney, get that extra money grab. I got you back, buddy. Nice. <laughs> now, D23 used to do something for this uh, party, uh, well, for this show, and they seem to have stopped it. So the only way to really you know have an unobstructed beautiful view is to do the dessert party now so right right well you know hey uh i love this show Mm. i i've done the dessert party uh it's amazing it's a great time yep um so yeah definitely definitely do it kids be awesome yep uh, all right, New Year's Eve is fast approaching, and uh, there's new festivities coming to, of all places, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Nice. 
Walt Disney World is always a great place to celebrate New Year's Eve, and this year Disney's Animal Kingdom is getting into the fun as well. It's just been announced that Disney's Animal Kingdom will be open until midnight on December 31st. Throughout the park at New Year's Eve, guests will find DJs in Asia, Dinerland USA, and on Discovery Island with a special New Year's event-themed uh, Sips and Eats that will be offered. As midnight approaches, guests can gather at Disney uh, Discovery Island and Asia to watch a New Year's Eve countdown featuring music and lighting displays on the Tree of Life. Uh, there will be special pin trading opportunities and a limited edition New Year's Eve pin that will be available for purchase beginning that evening, subject to change and price uh, and and based on availability. Excuse me. Uh, New Year's Eve celebration at Disney's Animal Kingdom will finish off the season of special holiday happenings that were announced for the park earlier this year. Um, they can't do fireworks, which is fine. Uh, are they going to drop the ball or do something on uh, on the Tree of Life? You think? What are they going to set do? it on fire? Oh no, that would be bad. That would not be uh, <laughs> make it squirt oil not... like it used to. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird that they're. What What do you think their intention is? What are they trying? Why are they trying to get people to come here? They already they're, have they're... something going on at, at the other three parks. Maybe that's the thing. You know, maybe the other well, three parks are jammed up. Well, they've got all the parks. They've got a, a lot of the resorts that are close to the parks. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people want to celebrate New Year's Eve at Disney. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the only park that doesn't have anything. Well, they've discovered a way that they could make it happen. Because mm -hmm. they can't do fireworks. Yeah. So, you know, hey, mm -hmm. I, I think this is a pretty good workaround. I, yeah. I'm not sure I would go do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to be out at night uh, on New Year's Eve because it's amateur hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, even mm -hmm. though I do live pretty close to Animal Kingdom, it's still, you know, that 15-minute ride could be... Two hours like it was for me. <laughs> well, you know, there's that. And that's the other thing about Animal Kingdom. Yeah. There's one way in mm -hmm. and one way, one out. way out. Yeah. 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 Next up. All right. Uh, hey, Disney is giving the buses a, a new, I guess, makeover. Uh, the transportation buses have hit in the roadway. Uh, Walt Disney guests uh, were uh, treated to a couple of uh, uh, months ago uh, newly designed buses featuring some of their favorite Disney characters. The newest transportation buses will feature characters from The Lion King, Moana, Monsters, Inc., uh, and coming weeks, uh, they will also feature... A Frozen. Huh. In the first time in forever. Well, they got that new movie coming out, so... <laughs> uh, the newly designed uh, buses feature new seats, laminated flooring, and some of them will even have USB charging ports uh, between the seats so the guests can power up in between uh, parks. I have a couple pictures if you want to see them. This is one. This is the Lion King bus. Pretty snazzy. Snazzy yep. looking bus, right? Nice, nice, very nice indeed. Uh, what else we got? We got this one. That's the Monsters bus. Pretty snazzy. I've seen a couple nice. of these on the road. They're really uh, sharp looking. Um, I've only seen like the uh, like the main character buses, like the Donald bus. I see the Donald bus yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so there's Moana. Uh, I think I like the Monsters, Inc. bus pretty well. I yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. So the question... Uh, I was asking myself is did 
Disney buy a uh, vehicle wrapping company? Yeah, no kidding, right? Because <laughs> they have the five. Uh, here's the uh, charging down here. You can see that. Uh, new seats, too. They're not orange anymore. So, uh, yeah. So the the question is, you know, did they buy a wrapping company? Because um, they uh, are wrapping everything. Uh, they started with the, the Fab Five, right? The Mickey, the Minnie, the Donald, the Daisy, uh, the Pluto mm -hmm. bus. Now they're doing movies. Mm -hmm. They do, you know, the special movies, you know, like when Aladdin, the live action. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. are they going to wrap every bus? I mean, that, that's a I lot of wrapping. I've heard should. they have yeah. over 300 buses. Yeah, I think they should. I think they should wrap all the buses, and I think uh, wrap the monorails too, man. Be done with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, just yeah, give it a little bit. Of yeah, if you're not going to give us a new one, at least make it look new with a wrap. Right, and if they're upgrading the bus seats and the flooring and the yeah. USB charging, and what a what a plus! I mean, go for it. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. In, next up, mm. in in a story that file under Disney should have asked everybody else what we thought. Mm -hmm. uh, cast members get free admission to the NBA experience beginning September fifteenth, which is great. I think for some of these things, Disney cast members should always get free. Yeah. Because they, they make peanuts, kids. Yeah. Uh, so, here's the funny part. The mm -hmm. NBA experience is set to offer free admission to cast members and their friends. Mm -hmm. And family. And family, beginning September 15th. Uh-huh. So, started yesterday as we record this. The free admission offer is set to expire on December 31st but could be extended. Why? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. The new experience at Disney Springs has been met with, and their words, lukewarm reception so far. <laughs> and many Disney fans are wondering if and when free admission would be offered to annual pass holders or included in some kind of ticket package. Offering cast members free admission seems like it could be the first step uh, the NBA experience is still priced at $34 per $34 per person. Yeah. One thing... Uh-huh. Let me finish this and we'll, we'll go at it. Uh-huh. One thing worth noting is that while cast members will use their main entrance passes to get into the NBA experience, it will not account against their theme park experience, uh, theme park admission allotment. Thank God. That, that would be... Uh, Cruel and unusual, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was I was down there this weekend, and first yeah. I went into the store and I was looking around and I was like, "All right, I'm not an NBA. This is not targeted at me. <laughs> I could care less about the NBA. I really can't. Yeah, not a fan. Not, not a, a fan. fan. Don't watch it. Don't care. That that's just not my jam. Fair enough. Anybody else? That that's fine. If it's your jam, it's your jam. You know. It could be Space right. Jam, it could be Basketball Jam, whatever. So then uh, I'm, I'm standing back a little bit and I'm watching the area where you would walk into the actual NBA experience. Uh-huh. And there is nobody, nobody lined up, queuing up, purchasing a ticket, nothing. There is crickets in this store. <laughs> So I said to one of the cast members, I said, can I go take a peek inside to see if it's something maybe I want to try? 
I mean, I don't want to drop $34 and get in there and go, this thing is horrible. And she's like, well, we really can't let you in there. You know, you just have to read about it online. I said, well, I've tried to find everything I can about what's inside, but it's very limited. You're not telling me what all the games are or what all yeah. the things that I can participate in. You know, you're just giving this two-sentence experience. I don't know what the hell that is. Am I going right. to like what that? What does that I, mean? Yeah, well, am I going to like it? Am I not going to So she's like, well, maybe at a later time, but right now they're saying, no, you can't go in there unless you have a ticket. Okay. Oh, well, I guess I, I, I guess I think get to keep my $34 today. <laughs> All right, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, when they announced it. You and I both said the exact oh, same God, thing. Yes. Well, it failed at Universal Studios. Why do they think it's going to work well at Disney? Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's just <laughs> a matter of you know, is the NBA mm-hmm. a good strategic partner? Right. With, with, uh, with Disney, and the answer to that question is no. Uh, and the other so thing is, I, if you're going to build this, you built it in the wrong place. Yes, it belongs you, at ESPN. ESPN, because you have all the people that are interested in sports there. There, right? <laughs> people that would be. Your audience, your target audience, is not at Disney. You're putting in all these celebrity chefs, and then you throw up this NBA. All right, listen, we could probably talk about this for a complete hour, and maybe even longer. We should just make a note and do this as a Patreon show. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, all right, all right. Uh, if you live in the Orlando area, you may want to keep your windows open soon because uh, the new Epcot Forever show testing is happening on select nights after park close. John, can you hear? We already it? heard it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Guests staying at one of the resorts or even living in the area around the Epcot Resort area uh, should be aware that fireworks testing will take place at Epcot on select nights after the park clear. So, was it nine o'clock for the show? Uh, everybody gets out around ten. Uh, by ten thirty, probably they're shooting off some new o'clock. fireworks. Yeah. Eleven o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Uh, testing should conclude around 12 a.m., at least they're respectful of some people's uh, hours. Uh, since these tests include the use of pyrotechnics, loud noises uh, might be heard from some of the rooms at Walt Disney World, Swan and Dolphin, Disney Yacht Beach, uh, and Disney's Boardwalk. Uh, the new temporary Epcot Forever Nighttime Spectacular <laughs> officially debuts on October 1st, 2019. And guess where? At Epcot. We were in the uh, pool the other day, mm. and we heard boom, boom. And I'm looking around, and I'm thinking gunshots. And then we heard boom, 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 boom. And I'm looking at the clock, and I'm like, it's like 11 o'clock, 10, right. 30, 11 o'clock, something like that. And then I saw light. There's a house that's in the way of our seeing Epcot. Mm. Uh, and I saw these lights going on. I'm like, oh, there's got to be testing the new show at Epcot. Yeah. Uh, so I think they, they, they started it. So mm, good. That'd be fun to see. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. The Disney Skyliner gondola. I know I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Uh, onboard announcements have been, uh, confirmed back mm-hmm. in February. It was reported that the Disney Skyliner gondolas could have a power supply on board, but not an air conditioner. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and people have been speculating that there would also be onboard lighting and sound. Well, of while standing directly under the gondola soaring overhead at Hourglass Lake, you uh, are actually able to hear a female voice through the open window. Mm. And with a calm and pleasant voice stating, and I quote, We are now gliding over the sparkling waters of Hourglass Lake. Ooh. So people are assuming that there's much more to the announcement, most likely giving information about the pop century, mm. art of animation. Um, you can also expect to hear safety instructions and disembarkation information as you approach the stadium. Female voice can also be heard inside the stations giving safety and loading instructions. The voice and these announcements will be consistent throughout the entire system. Each journey will give you specific information about the area that you are going to visit. It has been confirmed an onboard audio, onboard audio wasn't enough to thr- uh, wasn't a thrill for the day. Guests also could see the Disney cast members in the new Skyliner costumes for the very first time. Uh, the men are wearing tangerine color, while the women are wearing teal. It's the new look for fall. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, you know, and obviously they do have to have lights on them if they're going to run them at night. What are you going to do? Yeah, sit, in have, the, uh, sit in the dark. Um, <laughs> Although you sit in the dark on the bus lights. until the bus stops, right? I know they've got running lights because mm. uh, I've seen the running lights. And what I think is so funny is the color scheme that they've picked yeah. uh, is brought to you by the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it could be. Just saying, kids. All right. Well, Disney uh, has done it again. Uh, they've cut the budgets again. Bing. Goodbye. Uh, Muppets, great moment in history show. And the royalty majesty makers at uh, Magic Kingdom is set to end soon. And then more upcoming Walt Disney World entertainment budget cuts are also coming. Uh, so the Laughing Stock Company and Pixar Philharmonic over at Disneyland Resort will be having their final performances due to extensive entertainment cutbacks uh, throughout the resort. But it seems mm. that the cutbacks have also made their way to Walt Disney World and specifically the Magic Kingdom. The Royal Majesty Makers, uh, this was a trio of uh, people, uh, I think typically a male and two females, uh, featured a retired knight, Sir Starling, and his clever niece, Bridget, and Squire Tobias, and uh, the kind lady, uh, Llewellyn, will be ending their performance in Fantasyland nearing the end of September, and if not, the start of October. Currently, the calendars for their performances only show time, show times through September. Another mm. fan favorite is scheduled to make its end. Uh, this is the Muppets Present, Great Moments in American History. Uh, this is over at Liberty Square, uh, where uh, actually Maleficent caught fire right in front of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the Muppets had anything to do with it. Uh, with a similar lack of scheduling on the entertainment calendar. And this, uh, that, you know, people thought it was animation or animatronics. It it was actually people uh, puppeting the Muppets, so uh, that's why it costs money. Uh, It is rumored that both of these entertainment offerings will be closing on October 6th, 2019, with presentations of the Move It, Shake It, Mouska Dance, It, Street Party, also being scaled back to just two showings a day. How about no showings a day? <laughs> How about cutting that back to 
None. I don't understand why they keep that show. There's no need for it. Originally, I mean, I it was the the crowd suck. You know, suck people to yeah. the center to reset the lands. You know, right. spread the wealth back out. But I I think it's just so busy it doesn't do that anymore. No. No. Yeah. Uh, other scheduled cutbacks uh, include the end of the Lightning McQueen's pit crew over at Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy and Disney's Hollywood Studios. That was quick. Lightning. Like lightning. He's yeah. gone. <laughs> uh, we could have guessed that coming because it, it's in a poorly placed building. Very, very far out of the way for the kids. And not uh, near so, any kiddie attractions. <laughs> so I had family in this weekend and they went to Hollywood Studios and they found their way down there. And they, they By saw accident. Everything. like They were like, what's this? Yeah. What, what is this? Yeah. Uh, now, granted, they're they're not the, uh, and I love them. They're amazing. They're not the most up to date Disney people, okay. but they love Disney. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, they were asking me later, like, what is that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a show. And they, oh yeah, we went to the show. It was great, but it was like, what the hell is this? There's no signs. There's no. Yeah, it's nothing. just a mess. Yes, yeah. yep. a mess. Yep. Uh, very poorly placed building. Uh, so 2018 was a big year for cuts. Uh. The red car, uh, red uh, car trolley nudes boys canceled. Right. Uh, wave of other cutbacks and hiring freezes at Disneyland Resort uh, due to the low crowds this July. Even Galaxy's Edge opened with just a handful of characters, uh, with the frontline cast members really holding the brunt of the 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 show. The Batuians uh, filling, mm-hmm. you know, their posts. So the Batuans. Batuans. I don't know how you say that. Uh, I have the hardest time with this young actress, and she's super talented. I didn't know who the hell she was. I had to look but it I up. But I hate her name. I, I, I think this name is horrible. Aquafina. I had that drink once. <laughs> didn't we all? Aquafina has been cast in the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Didn't we already know this? Uh, no. Oh, uh, this is a lot. Wait, yeah. No. The live action, not the, not the, the live action that they're gonna do on television. Oh, okay. Not Sorry. the movie. The the much anticipated, uh, little. Uh, oh no! This is the live... no. This is the movie, not the other one. Sorry, I'm, I, I flipped them. This is the movie, not the the live action for television. For the thirtieth anniversary. The much-anticipated Little Mermaid live-action remake finally has their scuttle, and her name is Aquafina. Joining stars Haley Bailey, Haley Bailey as Ariel, and according to rumors, Jacob Tremblay as Flounder, and Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Oh yeah, I cannot not wait for this. Aquafina is among high the among many blah, 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 Many well-known performers, I've got the Tony disease, but uh, she can certainly hold her own and has a proven track record in the past. Uh, as a comedian and an upcoming Comedy Central show about her own upbringing in Queens and a star of the recent film The Farewell, Aquafina is well-versed in both humor and drama. She also stars in the yet-to-be-released Jumanji The Next Level alongside Dwayne Johnson uh, she's she's remained tight-lipped about her involvement in Little Mermaid until the news recently broke, but rumors have been swirling for a while. The project comes at a 
busy but crucial peak in her career, and apparently she's had her eye on the part, claiming that she would be, and I'm quoting here, more than honored. Uh, and then she said, that's my princess right there. <laughs> uh, she's a surprising choice for the role, seeing that the part was traditionally been played by a male. But who gives a crap? Uh, Disney has recently, I'm going to go off on in a second. I got something I want to share with you that's not in the news. But Disney has recently shown a penchant for doing the unexpected, and unexpected is often delightful. Is it, though? Is it? Uh, one thing is for certain, the all-star cast is an excellent one. That I do agree with. It's a good cast. Uh, and the film remains under tight watch by, by many. With Aquafina playing the hilarious seagull we all know and love already, the project seems only to have become more intriguing. Production is set to begin in 2020, and until its release... We can only wonder what fresh perspective this film will bring to our favorite Little Mermaid. And we can't wait to be part of her world. Okay. <laughs> can't, I mean, intriguing. Yeah. yeah. They've changed all sorts of stuff in the movie. Right. Have you heard about what they're thinking about doing with, uh, with Magneto? in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, if they decide to do it. Wasn't that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, no. Oh. That's uh, Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio. Magneto, my comic book deficient friend, Yes. is uh, the main bad guy, mutant, for the X-Men. So the X-Men oh, are always yes, fighting yes, Magneto. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. He, he, was, played, he was played by uh, Ian McKellen. Yes. His backstory is his parents and he were in the concentration camp. Mm -hmm. They messed with him and gave him the ability to move metal with his mind. Hence the name Magneto. Right. They're thinking about turning that role into... Uh, they've got some actors, and I won't name names. They're amazing actors, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. They're thinking about turning Magneto, and I've even heard a rumor about Charles Xavier into African-American males. And there's even a thought about changing one of the characters female. Can we pump our brakes just a second? And, and I know I'm being a little controversial, but here's the thing. I don't care what color, I don't care what gender an actor is right. or isn't. I mean, the Little Mermaid thing was funky, but I get it. I'm fine with that. I was a big fan of Battlestar Galactica. I was a little concerned when the new version came out and they flipped some of the characters. But it's it was one it's still one of my favorite sci-fi shows. But the thing is, as a comic book fan, mm -hmm. the backstory of certain characters is kind of set in stone. Right. I I'm struggling with that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's a rumor, if it's legit. What do you guys think in the chat room? Are you okay? To not only gender bend, uh, to not only change the race, but to also change the backstory in a dramatic way. Understanding that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has changed several of the backstories, like the Maximoff twins. Mm. I get it. I understand. I just saw that today, and it really kind of put me off a little bit. So I just wanted to bring that little bit of MCU news to the table. Hmm. I I'm boring Tony to death. I get that. I apologize. So <laughs> anyway, let me know what you guys think. Mm. Next. Oh, I'm sorry. Any any comments? Uh, the chat room is saying Magneto was born with the ability. 
Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Totally get that. Uh, the movie retconned his backstory. Mm. So, hey kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. Hey, if you didn't listen to our Orlando like a local show, uh, visit Orlando Magical Dining Month has been extended through October 7th. Uh, I guess they felt bad that nobody could go out because of a hurricane that did come. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) So they're going to extend it. Uh, Walt Disney uh, World invited cast members to preview the new Disney Skyliner. Uh, I saw a couple of them uh, this week. Uh, Disney Days uh, of Christmas in Disney Springs is now adding Halloween personalization. Mm -hmm. Nice. 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 Uh, There's a new Ariel, Dooney, and Burke handbag arriving at the Magic Kingdom, and I'm sure it will be gone very, very quickly. It's probably already gone. Exactly. Uh, Sadly... Automated cameras have been installed at Mickey and Minnie uh, meet and greet at Town Square at the Magic Kingdom. If there's any one place where there should not be an automated camera, it should be with Mickey Mouse. Yep. So apparently it's just a cast member that says, look at the magical bookcase. One more time, please look at the magical bookcase. Yep. And then that's yep. it. Your experience has officially been ruined. The love. And the and shove. Then the <laughs> it's been expedited. <laughs> it's, been expedi- it's been expedited. Yep. Uh, James Gunn confirms Guardian of the Galaxy 3 will be it. He's out. He's out. He's tapping out. I'm done with the yeah. Disney Marvel stuff. I'm out of here. Well, he's got a pretty good offer from DC. He's doing the same thing with uh, Suicide Squad. He's doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of Suicide Squad, I saw a picture of Margot Robbie in roller skates playing uh, that crazy character she is over there. Yeah, that's gonna be it's uh, gonna be quite the uh, quite the movie. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see Margot Robbie on roller skates? <laughs> no, male never said that. Uh, next up. Well, uh, <laughs> Well, I know some males who would say no. But, okay. You know. uh, next up, Magic uh, Kingdom fireworks dessert party price is being increased in the coming year. So if you thought, I don't know, what would what we say was $83? $89? If you thought that was too much, hang on. January, I bet just, we hit triple just, digits. Just wait, kids. I'm going to say a buck and a quarter. That's going to be my guess. I'm going to go on record. Buck and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I think right. they're gonna skip right to the triple digit numbers. They're not gonna stop yep. at like ninety nine. They're gonna go for the big three. No, they're gonna double. They're gonna double down on the uh, the old prices there. Yeah. And so that brings me to an interesting thing. We'll probably have to do a show about this uh, for Patreon. Um, is I saw a couple articles this week from different places, different sources, that were mm-hmm. asking the question: Has Disney officially outpriced themselves? From the theme park game. Has it become huh. officially too expensive? And is that why the crowds were at record lows? Uh, dude, I don't know. Yeah, 
Uh, I think there's I'm gonna say, so many. I'm gonna say yes, and pretty damn close to yes. <laughs> uh, I I am of the mindset to think that Disney is starting to get to the point where it's not so much, it's not super duper crowded, mm-hmm. getting super crowded, but the problem is, it's just the experience is no longer enjoyable like mm-hmm. it used to be. Right. There's a there's an aspect of the parks that I'm starting to lose because because Disney's doing so many things to just kind of manage that it's not it's not as uh, it's just not an experience anymore. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not an experience. It's just uh, uh, something you're trying to endure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like here's here's the example. The, the way that they're doing the changes in the parking lots and everything now, it's, you know, we're going to run the tram, but we're only going to run the tram X amount, and then you're going to have to walk the rest of the way. And you're walking a ton, which you're, you're going to be walking a ton anyway because you're mm-hmm. you're in the parks. But, I mean, you shouldn't act, have to walk an extra half mile to get from the tram to the front door. <laughs> yeah. I'm just throwing that out there as my own personal thing. So, yeah, uh, I, it, it, and for locals and annual pass holders, it's very, very, very hard to get a, a fast pass. You know, I go to the parks with no expectation on getting on any attraction because right. Disney's completely taken that away. And, and like I said, when I went to renew my annual pass, I told the girl, "Don't tell me what this is because if you tell me, I'm walking out because there is probably no way on earth." I should be giving you this kind of money to, you know, to go to a park, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, uh, I keep an eye on it. Mm. And, and here's, here's, here's the God awful truth about it, Tony. I could, I could go to a Disney park, all four Disney parks, maybe once a year mm. and be, and be okay. Mm. Uh, I love going to Disney Springs and hanging out with friends. I love going to the Grand Destino and hanging out at the Barcelona Lounge. Mm-hmm. I love the time that I get to spend with friends and family at Disney, and that's the magic. Mm-hmm. The the parks have become so ridiculous that it's just not it's just not enjoyable anymore. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's yeah, and I don't go to the Magic Kingdom as much as I used to because. It's now the most crowded park. I yeah. find myself more at the studios now, uh, where I even with Galaxy's Edge, it's still less crowded. To, at least it feels less crowded to me, you know. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you've got you've got incentive to go to Hollywood Studios. Well, Toy Story's there. Right. <laughs> right, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, yeah. I love Star Wars. I. Yeah. Call my mama. She's still got all my original Star Wars, you know, little, right. you know, figures. She's got the Death Star thing. She still owns it. Right. I should be living and breathing Batuu mm-hmm. every day I can go. Yep. I just don't have that desire, man. Right. It's just not, it's not, none of this looks familiar, and I can't get into the places I want to get into. Yep, I agree. So why bother? Why bother yeah. at this point? Yeah. I mean. All right. We got a, a reservation at August Cantina. It's not until March. 
right? <laughs> what right? does that say? It's the same. It's just right. the same. All right. Well, we'll All have right, to guys. do a whole show about that. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, are, do you still enjoy the parks? And I know a lot of the nostalgic people will be like, mm. oh, I love the Magic Kingdom. It's just the, so magical. <laughs> but is it, though? Mm. Not that I'm anti-Disney, because I wouldn't stay on this podcast if I didn't love Disney. Right. That makes no sense. But you have to stop and think about the overall experience. Mm-hmm. Like, we felt like we'd been through a half marathon yesterday. Yeah. And trust me, we've been through some half marathons. Yeah. I bet uh, if you look at how many steps you did, I bet you did do a half marathon. Well, I, I know we did do a lot yesterday. Uh, but let us know what you think in the comments section. And if you don't want to put it in the comments, send us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast, and on the Twitter at Disney Podcaster. Uh, let us know what you think there. Come find us over at DisneyParksPodcast.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Uh, get all of our show archives, our blog posts. Visit our sponsors. Make sure you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Uh, get in touch with our good friends and sponsors over at Destination to Travel. And, uh, hey, if you love what we do here, and I can't emphasize it enough, we can't do what we do without you guys. Uh, so definitely come over to uh, patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Sign up at the $5 level, and I think it's either next week or the week after. We'll be live on Facebook at the private Facebook group for our Patreons. And like we always say, if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 